It's time to watch your favorite TV program. Hit record on your VHS player. Tune in your NES and join Alan Price and Chris Vint with their views as we deploy Operation Retroshock. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 26 of Operation Retroshock. I'm Alan Price, and alongside me, as always, is... Uh, Sorry, I'm playing games at the minute, Al. <laughs> Get off computer, come back, talk to the peoples. No, I'm doing research. You're doing Cause, research? Yeah, because we're uh, discussing games at Marvel vs. Capcom 3 to swept the board. I'm sorry to tell you, but Marvel vs. Capcom was nowhere to be seen. That's because it was released in 2011. Exactly. Ah. But you were the one who insinuated that, but I don't care anymore. Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back to more of a regular theme with Operation Retroshock. We're actually going to talk about something that isn't Doctor Who related. Uh, was Doctor Who yet on the shortlist for any game? Oh, okay. It was the games that were released for Doctor Who this year were poo poo. <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, ladies and gents, we are going to give you. This is more of a bonus style episode because we have other thing plan, another thing planned uh, coming up uh, next week. Um, but we're going to talk about uh, the very recent. At the time of recording, it was last night, uh, but it'll just be a couple of days ago when you are listening to this. Uh, it's the Game BAFTA Awards that are held here in the UK by the one and only Dara O'Brien. And Ian Lee also uh, presented the award because I was listening to podcast the night before and said that he was presenting one for best strategy game. Well, there you go. There you go. So yes, we're going to go through uh, all the awards and the winners and the losers and that sort of stuff. And uh, what we would have voted for if we could have been bothered to vote. Yes. Um, so we'll kick it off with the uh, first award of the night, which isn't your normal award or anything like that. It's stuff BAFTA usually does with their movies and all that sort of thing, you know, they award an Academy Fellowship, so basically contribution to their area, so in this case, gaming. The winner of that uh, was Peter Molyneux, who is the creator of Fable. That's correct. Um, deserving, Chris? I know there was nobody he was facing, <laughs> do you think it's deserving? Well, there has been a lot of people have kind of criticised Fable, but, you know, and him in general. Well, the fact is that obviously the first Fable came out in the Xbox, mm-hmm. and then it took ages for them to bring out the second one, which was very good, and then they brought out the third one, which I thought was really subpar. I think you need to give it. It's like the um, the Television Awards, um, like this year, Bruce Forsyth won the Lifetime Achievement Award, and served. you know, and David Jason a couple of years ago has done that. But for me, you should give it to somebody who's actually. Maybe the creator of Mario, or creator of Pokemon, or creator of Yeah, somebody who has... For me, Fable doesn't have a big legacy, like, say, maybe Gears of War, Grand Theft Auto, or something like that. That's just my opinion. People maybe, you know, love Fable, Mm. but that's just my opinion is... Fair enough, he's made good games, but I don't think any of them have set any records or anything. Because what I've always picked up, you know, I haven't... Played Fable or anything like that. I've seen, you know, Fable Three when you were playing it when it first came out and that sort of thing. But the stories I've picked up from people when it comes to Fable, the way we were saying there, obviously about you know it's not got as much lineage as Gears of War and all that sort of stuff. It is older than Gears of War, but it hasn't it hasn't had as much of an impact. Mm. Um, but what I've always picked up with people who are really diehard fans of Fable is that Molyneux always seems to promise the world. When it comes to these games, yeah, and then always seems to fall short. Well, it's because he. I remember whenever they're bringing out, I think it was Fable Two and Fable Three. Um, every so often, they kept releasing these development diaries mm-hmm. of what they were doing, and like I remember them saying about um, in Fable Two, you had a dog beside you. Yeah, they also get that in Fable Three, but it was more you know like it was groundbreaking in Fable Two. Yeah, um, and how the dog had racks, you know, like if you tell it off, then I'll get more. Yeah fed up with you and all that kind of stuff but that's the thing is that look how many times we've been promised things in Smackdown games that there's going to be like uh, guest commentary and all that kind of stuff that yeah. was on the trailers and stuff you saw Ed sitting in the commentary booth but it never actually happened so you know if you're going to promise stuff deliver it otherwise yeah. fans will be up in arms about it so other people were more deserving than him in think? my opinion yeah. yes 
I would have to agree with you. Um, so, uh, next category is the action category. Uh, nominations for this were Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2, Bioshock 2, Call of Duty Black Ops, God of War 3, and Halo Reach. So out of that lot, I won't reveal who won it just yet. Out of those there, Chris, who would have you awarded it to? I, don't, you're, I know we're not... I'm not a huge action game person mm. either, and I know you aren't really either, but out of those, who do you think, in terms of what, obviously... Where we working on sort of would I would probably that. say I would probably say Battlefield by Company Two would be more deserving than Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty is just year on year. Like some years will get good, and then some years will get bad. And I think, in my opinion, this year was a really bad year. I mean, I got mm-hmm. the game and I played it, and I couldn't bear it. I'd never play. I played Assassin's Creed Two, which I love, and I know Assassin's Creed Three is kind of a fan of Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm expect more of the same but on a better level yeah yeah uh, Battlefield by Company 2 apparently the multiplayer on that is brilliant God of War 3 was very good as well from what I hear um, but I would have to give it to Battlefield by Company I know it probably goes to Call of Duty I don't know any of these results I'm just yeah it'll be a nice surprise for you as well only I know the results at the minute um when it comes to these games for what me what would you give it to you well you know Bioshock, Bioshock. well when it comes to Bioshock Everybody knows I'm a huge fan of it and would have slight biasy towards that. So if I was voting, I would vote for that. But looking at it in terms of the wider picture, Bioshock 2 has won in the last couple of months a lot of best action game awards from, I think it was like IGN, all that sort of stuff. So they've got you know plenty of awards, so there's nothing to worry about in that fact. But when you look at the list, uh, Halo Reach, to me wouldn't be deserving of it because from what I've heard decent enough game but Bungie weren't putting a whole lot of effort into it because basically Microsoft were like well we're keeping the Halo series because when Bungie were wanting to end it there so I don't think they put as much into it as they could have Battlefield Bad Company 2 I haven't played but my cousin has played it to death which is you know where obviously you were mentioned Battlefield Bad Company 2 good on and all that sort of stuff and it's obviously proven then if he's still playing Battlefield Bad Company 2 online and all at now that it obviously has legs and has done very very well yeah uh, Assassin's Creed um, the reports have just been like you said Assassin's Creed 2 if you looked at Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is kind of more Assassin's Creed 2.5 and Assassin's Creed 3 mm. and they've added the multiplayer in so in my opinion that's that put it in good stead but obviously like you say Call of Duty um, everybody would think this would go to Call of Duty but in fact it didn't yeah. went to Assassin's Creed oh. which in my opinion decent enough you know, yeah. you know they put their effort into their games so I think deserving enough of that uh, Battlefield a good runner up and Bioshock not far behind out of that lot in my opinion uh, the next one is uh, one of those sort of if it was the Oscars you wouldn't You'd be like, oh, come on, I'll get you a better award yet. Uh, <laughs> best makeup. But it's it's, it's not, it's not far off, actually, the way you say best makeup. It's artistic achievement. <laughs> All right. So it's the look of it. Uh, the nominees were God of War 3, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Black Ops, Heavy Rain, a game called Limbo, which from what I've heard is a download on the Xbox Marketplace, and then Mass Effect 2. So what stands out to you there that would kind of grasp it towards artistic you see, for me, artistic would mean something more Nintendo-related. You mm. know, something that obviously they're all computer graphics. Yes. But for me, you know, like with the likes of Donkey Kong or Mario Kart, it would stand out more than say, like the <coughs> levels in like Call of Duty. Yeah, well, we but, don't have we don't really have one of those in here. Yeah, what, but I would different? I would go for Mass Effect Two mm-hmm. over Heavy Rain. From what I remember seeing, it was meant to be groundbreaking in the graphics. It was department. one of those five years in the making, sort and of. And then you kind of looked at it and you went, mm, yeah. "Yeah." Whereas Mass Effect Two obviously was a big hit on the Xbox. Yeah. Again, more download content for that. They brought it out in the PS3 with Mass Effect Three coming out. The de- the um, trailer for that looks awesome. So mm-hmm. I still have Mass Effect Two and it's still shrink wrap because I got it for <laughs> two pounds fifty. Um, 
But for me, it would probably be that because I think the amount of detail that goes in and then yeah. um, the way you have to answer questions to then, like Dragon Age, yeah, or Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I think that kind of uh, gives a good stead. Mm. So for me, I would go for Mass Effect. Well, yeah, it's when it comes when I think of artistic, you do kind of tend to think towards Nintendo, but in the modern game and ideas, obviously everybody's going to think of you know what game stands out to me the most when I look at it. Yeah. Which I think is what the guys here at BAFTA are trying to get at. You know what slaps you up the face and you you just go whoa look at that. Yeah. Mass Effect Two definitely you know at the pinnacle of that sort of thing. It's it really was outstanding. Haven't played the game numerous times. Um, haven't played God of War Three, but seen uh, when I was away on a trip once. Uh, and happened to walk into a game store they had it on a big plasma TV screen and kids were playing away at it. Oh, God of War is this? Yeah, God of War, kid you not. Yeah. <laughs> an 18 rated game and we kids just sitting there playing it. Um, and it looked really, really good. It was one of those sort of things that, unrealistic, mm. but really stood out. Well, the know? guy from God of War is actually going to be one of the unlockable characters from Mortal Kombat on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Kratos or whatever he's called. But it really stood out to me graphically. Um, Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty... Heavy rain, they're all much of a muchness, muchness when it comes to graphics. Mm-hmm. They're decent graphics, but they're not, sta- they don't stand out. I think that should be a different category, and fair enough, artistic, but it should be most groundbreaking artistic. You know, like, yeah. so people who, like, a company maybe who are bringing out a new revolution game, say, like, if it was, like, Mirror's Edge. Mm-hmm. Or if it was, um, so I'm trying to think of another one. Say something like Wii Fit or something like that. There, where the uh, graphics are, uh, you know, represented, and then they get achievement for that. Mm. So you know, like you know, the way you get like best newcomer. Something yeah, like yeah. something along those kind of lines. That would be a good idea. Um, well, the winner was God of War Three. Okay. So it was, which is fair enough in my opinion. I haven't seen it running, um, but Mass Effect Two definitely, definitely a runner up. Definitely the runner up. Um, so now we get this is uh, and this was quite early in the night, which was quite a surprise because obviously the the Oscars and all leave like best director and best film and all till towards the end. Yeah. Um, BAFTA <laughs> threw this out right and early, which was BAFTA's best game, not Games' best game. Games' best game was voted by the public. BAFTA's best game was obviously voted like the majority of these awards. No, so it's like in soccer it. with the um, PFA players yeah. that year that they all get the yeah. for their favourite player. Yeah. So, not only is in this were Mass Effect 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, FIFA 11, uh, Heavy Rain, Limbo again, I've, I've gotten trade fast and we'll have to go and find out what it is eventually, and Mario Galaxy 2. Again, the ones that stand out in this are Mass Effect 2 and Super Mario Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, Mass Effect 2, we've kind of already touched on that. You've got the options when you're speaking, the graphics, and just so many story arcs that you can have. It's unbelievable. Um, Super Mario Galaxy 2 just builds upon an amazing game that they made you know, a couple of years ago. They took the technology they had then, just made it a wee bit better, and gave you more options. And a pun. I'm not trying to make puns. <laughs> a wee bit better. But, uh, yeah, Super Mario... Galaxy 2 was very, very good. Um, I've heard from people that they're like, oh, well, it's just one with new levels. To be totally honest with a Mario game, as long as the you know, the formula is good, mm. it doesn't matter if it just feels like they've put, went and thrown a whole pile of new levels on it. Because that's essentially what Mario has been. You know, 1, yeah. 2, 3. It's just the same formula with different levels. Well, 1, 3, 4. Yeah. Number 2 was totally different. Well, yeah, sorry. 1, 3, 4, Mario World, Lost Levels, New Super Mario Brothers, New Super Mario Brothers and the Wii, mm-hmm. and then, you know, um, all that kind of, And then, obviously, Mario All-Stars is just the combination of mm-hmm. a lot of them and then put together. So. so it's, you know, I don't see it as an argument people can really have. What do you think out of that list really stands out as well? Um... I would probably say Mario Galaxy 2 due to the fact that this seems to be out of all of them this is the first one that's actually on Nintendo I first appearance by Nintendo you know I so it was, po- it was a popular game Mario has obviously been around for 25 odd years mm-hmm. so well this was that was the yeah. Mario Galaxy 2 was kind of the celebration of the 25 years because yeah. they were promoting but it like crazy for me that would be um, the best one out of all of them mm-hmm. um, as much as people are going oh Call of Duty Duty's amazing for me, Call of Duty was uh, Call of Duty well, was Call like Duty Halo Reach. Wasn't even nominated here. Yeah, Call of Duty and Halo Reach were big hype, 
mm-hmm. like let down. Yeah. So for me, it would be Mario Galaxy 2. One that I don't think deserves to be in here at all is FIFA 11, because I don't think a game that is a recurring game year by year should be allowed in this. No. Because it's, e- it's just a money spinner. Even EA have said that making these year on years actually <laughs> harmed, yeah. ha- harmed their brand. So that's from EA. I know. Um, heavy rain, again, you know, a lot of fuss, but from what I've seen, not very impressive to me. You know, I could get complete and utter hate mail over it and say, well, that game's actually amazing, you should play it, and blah, blah, blah. From what I've seen, if I If you want to I send don't... some hate mail to Alan Price, it's Alan Price prefers Purple Rain at popculturenetwork.com. Shh, don't tell them that. <laughs> They'll go and look that up and find out it's an mm, alcoholic drink. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't want to really... You know, play an interactive movie. No. Hit X now. Okay, take the girl's shirt off. Hit X. Well, you know, come on here, people. Uh, Mass Effect 2 won that. Oh, good. Which is fair enough and deserving, but still quite a surprise that it's pretty much Nintendo's first appearance here and in the biggest category, and they didn't win. Because mm. I remember there was a Hullabalooza a couple of years ago when Super Mario Galaxy number one won that category. So everybody was like, er, it didn't deserve it, so, oh well, that's obviously why they've backed down a wee bit. Uh, the family category. Best family game. Okay. We have Connect Sports, uh, Dance Central, Connect Adventures, Connectimals, uh, Lego Harry Potter's Years 1, 2, 4, and Toy Story 3. So can you guess who maybe won this award? Could have it been Microsoft? Could have been. Um, so Connect Sports, Dance Central, Connect Adventures, Connectimals, Lego Harry Potter, and Toy Story 3. Chris. You say Dance Central was in there, didn't you? Central was in there. I would probably say that. Um... Connect Adventures is obviously like the Wii Sports to Connect, obviously with it being bundled with it. But I never really hear people rave about it. Dan Central did really well. Another thing that I was surprised wasn't actually in there was Michael Jackson experience for the Wii. Well, see, I I would think that the only reason I would think Michael Jackson wouldn't be in there is because it was on the Wii. Is see if Michael Jackson experience it came out when it was meant to come out with Connect mm. as a launch title I think it would have been in here but because obviously it's got delayed and delayed again I think yeah. um, it's obviously pushed back into 2011 um, I could see it being nominated next year but whether it'll be remembered enough by then <laughs> is another question well I would go for Dance Central because there's nothing like having your family up and dancing together <laughs> <laughs> but the other ones like Lego Harry Potter yeah Fair enough, but it's not the most groundbreaking of the Lego, uh, the Lego games. Yeah. Uh, Connectables, I don't think you would really see many families playing that. So I can, de- I can definitely me. see why Lego's in there because Lego obviously, obviously, I know I said about FIFA, you know, games that are released year on year shouldn't be allowed in here. But at least with the Lego games, you're getting different types. You know, yeah. You've got Lego Indie, you've got Lego Batman, you've got Lego Harry Potter, you're going to have Lego the Pirates Caribbean and this year. Star Wars. And another Lego Star Wars. So they put the variety in there so it's not as it's not as money draining and you know, wrecking off their brand as comparison to the likes of the FIFA's and EA's. Um, Toy Story three, a wee bit of a surprise because <coughs> I'm always an advocate of if a game is based on a movie. Yeah. It's going to be wick because yeah. it's basically kids who went and saw the movie and they'll go, Mommy, Mommy, can, or Daddy, Daddy, or whatever, <laughs> will you take me and get me this game? And we see it week in, week out, and work. <laughs> Toy Story 3 game comes out, boom, yeah. sells tons. Mega Man so, game comes out, didn't sell as much. But like, was it last week? It. Last week that Rango game came out, and then this week that Hop game came out in the TS. Yeah. So then the week after that, you know, there'll probably be something... One thing I don't understand with some of the movie games as well is they are released like a week before the movie comes out. Like, why do they expect to sell copies before the movie's out? You know, you'll maybe sell one copy, but then the second the movie comes out, it's just like, bang, 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 out the go. Um, But Toy Story 3 is probably just simply in there because of the success of the actual movie. Yeah. Um, when When it comes to the Xbox games here... Connectimals, I've seen it going and it looked pretty good, but it is for really, really young kids. I couldn't yeah. see a whole family playing it. No. Um, very much like the iPad. Yeah, yeah, very like iPad. Uh, Connect Adventures, yeah, very sort of, it's your Wii Sports bundled game, so it never kind of, well, Wii Sports got a lot of attention, but Connect Adventures, all I've seen, I haven't heard anybody come into us and say, oh yeah, that Connect Adventures is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, all I've seen is the 
the water rafting and then I think it's like the kickball where you have to kick the ball back and hit things on a brick wall and all. I haven't seen any other games that are in that. Uh, Dance Central is a big one that stands out like you said. Um, it was the one that they really, really pushed at conventions in the run-up to its release. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that they actually got uh, guys over from the 2K stand with a guy who was dressed up as a giant big daddy to do it and it actually worked for even it. Um, connected, connect Sports it was kind of the connect system was kind of flooded with sports games at the beginning. Yeah, because that was the motion cheap, sports. You know, you had the cheap one. Yeah, uh, and then you had motion game. What was it? Motion game party, which had the some game, games in there. Game, yeah, and then you had like the fighters on cage one as well. Um, connect sports looks good and all, and that you can play people online with it. Your connect, but for me, it isn't a deserving winner. Um, Dance Central out of that lot for me would be the one that would get the whole members of your family in there because Toy Story wouldn't Lego Harry Potter wouldn't even though Devs played it to death <laughs> uh, but the winner was Connect Sports instead of an odd one yep um now this is going to be a good category uh category for best gameplay okay you have Super Mario Galaxy 2 Assassin's Creed Brotherhood God of War 3 Heavy Rain Limbo Again and Mass Effect 2 so there is games here that we see that are repeating themselves in certain yeah. categories, but somewhat understandable with and that. Um, any that stand out for you? Um, I'll go for Mass Effect again because of the fact that it's pretty much it's like one of those games. Every time you'll play it, you'll get like a different outcome mm-hmm. and stuff. It was like the Resident Evil winner for. If you did did the game under a certain period of time, you know, like you got a yeah. weapon, or if you save, if you did it, if it went a different pathway, you would save Barry at the end instead of saving somebody else or whatever. So, for me, it seemed to have more longevity, and obviously, it's been out for a good while, but it's still something that um, still sells well. So, I would probably say Mass Effect, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Yeah, fair enough, you know, but it's more the same of because it's the multiplayer yeah but it, it's starting to get year on year now you know like it, Assassin's Creed um, 2 was like last year for memory service yeah. and then this came well, out that, this that's, year that's so. the reason why with Brotherhood I I said it was kind of 2.5 instead of 3 because basically the engine is exactly the same uh-huh. as Assassin's Creed 2 but they've put a new story on it and added the multiplayer system to it um, they are working on Assassin's Creed 3 which is supposedly going to be completely brand new um that shows why they were obviously able to get out within a year because they used so much of number two system. Um, because obviously it was a couple of years between number one and number. And two. if you keep doing that, you know, like you are going to hurt your, you mm-hmm. are going to hurt. The, which the is product. why, which is why the next one needs to be extra good. Yeah. To uh, not start getting bad reviews and people are like, oh, it's dying to death. Uh, again, heavy rains obviously in there because this is going to be best gameplay because it was supposedly unique and all that sort of. And obviously, there was the update for it, and you could use the PlayStation Move controllers. That's probably the main thing that got it into this category mm. was the PlayStation Move option. Uh, God of War Three, I was quite surprised with because you know it's again it's a bit like Assassin's Creed, and you know you know you're running about the place and that sort of yeah. thing. There's nothing ever that stood out crazy unique on the gameplay front with God of War 3 to me. Limbo, again, I don't know what Limbo is, so sorry, I can't really comment on that. Limbo with that uh, Mass Effect 2 pretty much touched on everything you can with that. Um, unique talking aspects and uh, various you know what, shields You know what, stuff. there's one thing, sorry, I've just noticed before we go any further. Mm-hmm. Of, of all the categories, there's yet to be a driving game. That is true. That is true. Um... I think driving games may be included in like the sports category or something of memory service me, but we'll get to that. Um, the winner of this, I know we didn't really speak about it, but Super Mario Galaxy 2 won best gameplay. Oh, good. So it did. So Nintendo did in fact win an award here, ladies and gents. Um, and again, fair deserve, uh, fair deserving in my opinion, uh, because Hello! it's obviously Super Mario. It's got some good gameplay in it, man. Um, best handheld game. Now this is going to be interesting. God, Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon Black, Pokemon this, White, Pokemon Grey, Pokemon Grey. Well, it's 2011, so it's not good. Uh, Ooh, Pokemon Heart Gold, Pokemon Soul Silver. No. <laughs> I had to double check there, because I didn't want to crack a joke or anything, and then be like, oh, damn, it's here. 
Um, so this is actually this isn't just PSP and DS. This is also including mobile games. So like apps and all that you can. Oh, uh, there's going to be one for the iPhone in this. Uh, I can't the remember. Rope. No, there's a, well, there's. It's on iPhone as well. There is one that's meant to be really really huge on the iPhone, but I can't remember the name of it. Not on here. Okay. The only one that's available to you on iPhone is Cut the Rope. Uh, then you have God of War, Ghost of Sparta, uh, Lego Harry Potter, Years 1 to 4, Professor Layton and the Lost Future, Sonic Colors, and Super Scribble Knots. Uh, Professor Layton, because that game sells so well, and it does. Obviously, it, it's suitable for really all the ages, but um, it's probably one that's more suitable for the more older gamer mm-hmm. you know like so you do get like quite a lot of elderly people coming in buying it or you know like uh, my age group which is like 21 which is going to be senior citizen <laughs> yeah bird is the word on um, but that there it seems to be one that it seems to get better year on year although there was a woman who came in and uh, wanted to return a game and said that her friend had uh, Professor Layton Back to the Future that would be an epic game. Could you Professor just Layton imagine that? Yeah, you just you just keep going back in time and um, trying to solve things. It's like Quantum just Leap with puzzles. Just and say, says, Layton, you have to come back with me. Yeah, it's like Quantum Leap with puzzles. <laughs> like, oh boy. Um, but that, for me, would be the, the best one. Layton, um, Layton does stand out for sheer seals. Yeah. Because like, the new Layton that's going to be coming out here for the 3DS... Um, it sold like 50% of total game sales on launch day for the 3DS. Oh, so that shows you how you know, popular it is in Japan. Yeah. Some of the colours look neat and all that sort of stuff, but I just didn't like the addition of what, what they call like squids or something like that. Scribble Notes, the original Scribble Notes was quite fun, I thought. You know, like, yeah, I can write a word and then the thing appears. Mm-hmm. But the second one didn't really seem to sell as much or stuff. No. As much, I think, the kind of the appeal. Of the original one I've worn off. I think you did have at that stage though you did have a lot of like the art academies, the Let's yeah. Draws, the Drawn the Life SpongeBob, you know, like so you did have quite a lot mm-hmm. of ones that used art. Yep. Um Lego Harry Potter and God of War to be totally honest. A bit of a surprise to be in this category. Mm-hmm. Um because again, Lego Harry Potter, we know what it is, it's a platforming game. Uh God of War, Ghost of Sparta, PSP game. Pretty much, like, that's been in our chart and work for, like, half the year. Yeah. Our chart is, like, one to five on the PSP. You don't get you don't get many PSP exactly. games coming out now. You hardly get any PSP. I'm surprised, though, that they didn't put in the Final Fantasy Dissidia game or whatever yeah. it's called. You would have um, thought it would have been in there, because it, it's done decent sales, like, so it did. Yeah, so who won? Uh, cut the Rope won. How right. So it did, which... I'll have to maybe download that on my iPhone, so right. like. like this wee thing that swims in a rope. And it has to, you have to cut the rope at a certain point or a certain angle, from like each week, all the way down, and then get to safe zone or something like that. It's, it's decent enough for you, but I haven't had it a long time. Uh, but I would have given it Professor Nate in my opinion. Best, <coughs> best multiplayer game. Oh, it's going to be Call of Duty before we even start. And uh, before uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, Call of Duty Blacker Ops. <laughs> Call of Duty uh, plop. You just mentioned a couple of words ago that no recent game to be mentioned. There is a recent game in this category. Oh, Grand Turismo 5 then. No, Force Motorsport. There's not. <laughs> Multiplayer. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Oh, muck. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Muck. Uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2. Meh. Call of Duty Black Ops. Muck. Halo Reach. Muck. And Starcraft 2 Wings of Liberty. And <laughs> didn't play. I'll go for... <laughs> nah. I don't know. What was the one I'd said wasn't muck? Battlefield Bad Company. Yeah, we'll go, I'll go with that. Okay. It'll probably go to Call of Duty. Right. But um, I would go for Battlefield. Starcraft 2 Wings of Liberty. Just why? This is basically... Was it, this is done by the same people who do Warcraft, isn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah it, was, uh, so. it was high, highly anticipated game and like one that had been... Face. We saw yeah, enough was, of it, but it was nowhere near as big as what would have expected it to be. Because... Mm. Uh, really just didn't stand out to me. It basically looked like World of Warcraft only in space. That's what that's all I got out of it, you know. And supposedly everybody was fighting Should you really call it spacecraft instead of Starcraft then? Because I saw there was a big awards thing going over and I think it was the IGN site between this and like Mass Effect two for Game of the Year. And 
just all these guys. Earth Starcraft, awesome Bioshock, not Bioshock, Math Effect, like, it's so crap. It just gives that shows you your target audience. I'm not trying to be mean. That just shows. Not trying to mean to people who play Warcraft or anything. But if that's what you can come up with, then you know you've already lost the fight. This is Alan's interpretation of what these people sound like. This is not. You not mean that at all. Halo Reach again with earlier. Not as much effort has been put into this. We've had ten ton of them traded back in. It's unbelievable. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops major letdown as you know because it wasn't made by the people who do Modern Warfare it was Infinity Ward but War so Treyarch it's again every- Treyarch <laughs> everybody knows that every other year Call of Duty is going to be total muck um, Battlefield Bad Company 2 like we said good multiplayer online so it would be up there in my opinion Assassin's Creed Brotherhood it's in here simply because it added multiplayer um, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit I thought it was a decent enough wee game. You but said you actually preferred that to Gran Turismo. Sadly, I did. Because Gran Turismo wavered away from what it used to be in the sense that, you know, with Gran Turismo, the old Gran Turismo, I've explained it you know, many episodes ago about Gran Turismo. You, know, you go in and you do your licenses like level C, level B, you know, level A, and then you do your internationals and your specials and all that sort of stuff. And each one of those that you won. Met un- unlock certain races you could do because based on your skill. Yeah. But now in Gran Turismo, I'm going on a rant. Um, don't worry, I'll, 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 I'll keep it short. Basically, your your licenses are still in Gran Turismo Five. Yeah. I mean, absolutely nothing as to what races you play. You have to level up, basically in Gran Turismo, which is so bad it's unbelievable. Because basically, I went through my Gran Turismo game and played it for hours and hours and hours, and then my game save tra- decided to corrupt itself. When I was at level 34 out of 40. That happened to me with Forza 3. Mm-hmm. I lost everything. Did, and then uh, everything was lost. So my Gran Turismo 5 is sitting on my shelf in my room and is more than likely going to get traded in this week. <laughs> because I'm just like, I cannot be bothered doing that again. So, pff, bye-bye Gran Turismo. Um, but yeah. The rant only lasted a minute, so it wasn't that bad. It was a decent enough wee game. It was a big step away uh, from what... Uh, it's done by Criterion Games, as everybody knows, their racing games is the people who do Burnout, or have done Burnout. So it was a big step away from for the end, from crashing, 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 to an actual racing game, which some people didn't like, but I thought it was a decent enough game. You know Need for Speed aren't going to be realistic, but for them to be nothing in a multiplayer category seemed a wee bit odd, yeah. in my opinion. But there's obviously, there's obviously been enough people that have went online and played this thing, enjoyed it because it actually won the category oh, and it was an amazing Call of Duty hasn't won a single award yet no probably when the fans won them <laughs> yeah uh, so next category is original music which is one of those ones that uh, how many more do we have to do roughly I that many away just I was wondering if we should take a break and then come back well we'll get this rubbish award out of the way first okay. before the break um, because this is again like if you were at the Oscars you'd be like can we please get on it's original music. Uh, nominees Heavy Rain, Alan Wake, Fable 3, James Bond 007, Bloodstone, Mass Effect, and Super Mario Galaxy 2. Alan Wake? I know. Who do you think? Again, where's Final, Final Fantasy 13? I know. Would have been far better to put in there than Alan Wake? I know. And, and James Bond 007, Bloodstone. So who do you think out of this would have won? We'll just do that because obviously we don't really discuss the game. Uh, Fable three. Um, in my opinion, who would have should have deserved to win it would have either been uh, Mass Effect two or Super Mario Galaxy. But in fact, Heavy Rain won it. So that shows you the sort of standpoint Heavy Rain is at here. It's won a silly old. So yeah, they want original music. If you want an interactive movie that has great music, buy that. So yeah, we'll go to the break, we'll come back, and we shall continue with uh, Best Social Network Game. Yeah. Can't hey. wait. Hello, this is James Etock, and you're listening to Operation Retroshock. If you like 80s cartoons, and let's face it, how could you not, then be sure to pick up a copy of Serial Geek Magazine, the glossy 100-page ad-free magazine dedicated to GoBots. And somewhat more importantly, He-Man, She-Ra, Thundercats, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, etc. 
head on over to www.serialgeek.com that's serial as in breakfast cereal go there now and pick up the animation magazine dedicated to 80s cartoons go now What's up, folks? You are listening to Operation Retroshock with crazy cool Chris Vent and awfully awesome Alan Price. If one of your favorite retro memories happens to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then by all means, check out Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk on PopCultureNetwork.com. Every week we get reacquainted with old friends from the original Playmates TMNT toy line. Fab Four fans, new and old, won't be sorry for checking it out. That's Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk, and you can only find it on PopCultureNetwork.com. Hey guys, I'm Rob Bass from Not Mitten Box, and you're with Chris Vint and Alan Price, and this is Operation Retroshock, only on the Pop Culture Network. You're listening to a podcast on PopCultureNetwork.com. Be sure to head on over to the site at www.PopCultureNetwork.com to check out more podcasts and videos featuring toys, comic books, video games, and all the things you love. And while you're there, be sure to check out the Pop Culture Network store, where everything you purchase helps to keep us producing. Just head over to PopCultureNetwork.com and click on Store. Humans are disappearing. That can't happen. Now, the fate of humanity lies in the hands of an assassin. A savage. A loyalist. A psychopath. They don't expect us to survive, but that never stopped me before. Assemble your team. Fight for the lost. Rated M for mature. Hey, this is Chris Jericho and Bob. You're listening to Operation Retroshock with Chris and Alan, the sexiest team in the UK. Nice to of course. home into the most exciting place in the universe with Super Mario Galaxy 2. Rated E for everyone. And welcome back from the break. Did you all enjoy listening to some commercials yet? Yes, we all, we all, we all love commercials. Yeah, so now we're going to go for best social networking game. bonanza game that's on Facebook, no doubt. Yeah, more than likely. Um, yeah, as you can probably tell, we don't play Facebook games. Who won? Uh, just tell us the nomination too. I'm not even picking any of these. <laughs> Nominations are My Empire, Bejeweled Blitz, Farmerama, FIFA Superstar, Zoomumba, and Zuma Blitz. Who won, Alan? There is My Empire. I don't have a clue with it what it is because it's done by a development team called Playfish. And <laughs> what happens if you're called Playfish? Nothing. Moving on. <laughs> Um, a far better category and more entertaining thing to talk about is the sports category <gasps> of 2010 slash going into 11. FIFA 10, FIFA 11, uh, Madden. <laughs> F1 2010, FIFA 11, Football Manager 2011, 
Grand Formula 5, this is a sport, uh, International Cricket 2010, and Pro Evolution Soccer 2010. So what stands out here for you, Chris, as being top contender? Football Manager 2011, because these games year on year, A, sell well, B, keep up with the time, C, improve themselves, and D, are always available either to buy in-store or on download. Whereas the likes of FIFA, no. Uh, Pro Evolution is getting worse. In fact, the best Pro Evolution still to date is is, uh, Pro Evo 6, which was 2007. Can't, you know, you know things are bad when you're still worse than FIFA, and FIFA's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, pro, uh, Gran Turismo waited too long. And things have lost. Right. Yeah, I think uh, no one honestly should have put four. They, they've, they've overcomplicated Gran Turismo. Simple as. Yeah. And uh, what were the other ones there? Uh, National Cricket 2010. Not a fan of cricket. It's um, I've. For all the Americans who don't like baseball, think baseball, but worse. Uh, what baseball was originally based off, and they thought, hmm, we'll change the bats and the formation. We'll do it fancy rounders. And what was the other one then? Uh, F1 2010. F1, well, that was highly anticipated, so I'd rather go for F1 or uh, Football Manager, yeah. Right, well, that's exactly my opinion as your top two contenders in this category. FIFA 11, no. Pro Evolution, no. Cricket, you know, I'll watch cricket if it's on TV, if it's something like the Ashes or something like that. If it's like one o'clock in the morning and I can't get to sleep, it puts me to sleep. Yes, yeah. uh, everybody here has already heard my opinions. Gran Turismo Five. It shouldn't be in a sports category, in my opinion, because yes, F1 2010's in here, and you're kind of thinking, well, why are you saying Gran Turismo shouldn't be in here, and F1 10 should be? It's again, Gran Turismo has overcomplicated itself. Yeah, and Formula One is a televised sport on yeah. TV. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, for the reasons, again, like Chris said with Football Manager 2011, Football Manager 2011, yes, it's in that category if it's released every year, but the weird thing with Football Manager 2011 is it doesn't come out in this period of time that sports games normally come out that I like to call the EA period, which is from sort of, you know, late May to about late September or early October, which is basically... Your Tiger Woods has come out around May June time. Then you have in July, you're like your June July is your like of your Madden, and then kind of September October you get your FIFA. Yeah. Um, they it's just that period is just bad. Whereas Football Manager tends to come out either very late October or early November. Plus Football Manager is only one really on all formats. I think if they release that on the PS3 and the Xbox, they make it killing. Yeah. Because that's the only one that comes out in the PC. Championship Manager doesn't exist anymore. And then there Basically, is... Football Manager used to be Championship Manager, and they messed yeah. them about. If they met... They drove them into the ground. If they brought that out in the PS3 and Xbox, very much like they would bring out a rugby game, mm-hmm. make it killing. Because we get... We, that's one thing, you know, touching on the rugby there. We have kids who come in to us every year and says, you know, when's when's Rugby 2011 coming out? When or when's you know blah 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 blah, blah coming out? Yeah. And EA used to do a rugby game like they did it on a you know again a yearly basis, but it just faded away after I think it was about 2004 2005. It just went and disappeared. Um, it would be a good idea if someone could like what they've done with F1 2010 because F1 used to ha- be owned by different people and be under a different license. And it used to be released every year. Mm. Obviously, you know, they're going to try and do it every year again, but in the right way. Yeah. But it, it was kind of drove into the ground, which is why it took its break and got a new developer. But if they were able to do that, you know, someone was able to latch on to the rugby, you know, franchise and, you know, make it really, really good. Sell a ton. Release it around Six Nations. Release it around the Rugby World Cup yep. and you'd make a killing. Um, but yes, uh, FIFA 2011 keeps innovating. Always will do, so it's it's definitely worth the place up in here. Um, F1 2010, I'm a huge, huge F1 fan. Um, this game I was waiting on for a long time, because basically the last uh, F1 game that came out was a launch title for the PS3. That's correct. Was <clears throat> F106, which was the last game repackaged into F1 Championship Edition for PS3. So it was basically an upgraded PS2 game. Um, but this again this was about a four year break brand new developers so they started from scratch and wanted to make it great um, and I, like you know finally, I was you know in the weeks running up to it I was like can I hurry up and get here can I hurry up and get here I want to play this 
and then I got it and I was not disappointed I absolutely loved it I loved the idea that there was a proper career in it now the career in the old one was just a case of yeah pick your team and then you can get offers from other teams and then race off you go in this one you actually get to yes there are limited questions and all that sort of stuff and limited answers but you get to answer the press you get to kind of say good words or bad words about another team to build up your rep with them uh-huh. so that sort of thing and then obviously you get to you know, negotiate contracts and various other different things. Um, there was the only thing that F1 2010 was let down on, on for some people was the fact there was some serious bugs in it. Um, what happened was there was minor bugs at the beginning, which I didn't really notice because I wasn't playing it online as much as many people. Um, but there's supposedly bugs online, and then Codemasters released an update pack and supposedly you couldn't play as one team online and then they never released another update again. Mm-hmm. That annoyed a lot of people. Um, but as a game, I think <clears throat> F1 2010 is very deserving. Um, and it actually won. So, oh, which has actually shown you how much recognition BAFTA have gave them. Yeah. You know, that it won, <clears throat> won over you know, something like Football Manager 2011. Yeah. So, deserving in one's opinion. The next one's a sort of a tiny weird category, which is Best Story. Uh, Heavy Rain, Alan Wake, Bioshock 2, Call of Duty Black Ops, Fallout New Vegas, and Mass Effect 2. Now, I'll go for Bioshock 2 because you seem to like it, and I don't know really any of the story. <laughs> I don't know any of the storylines on like Alan Wake. I think Alan Wake is more like a Sand Hill like survival horror, but again, that was one that was in the making for like five or yeah. odd years. Boom. Yeah, Call of Duty has no storyline in my opinion. It's very much like, um, oh, this is Assassin's Creed because you keep flashing back the guys dropping the chair. Epileptic fits and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so I would just go Bioshock 2. Right. Like you said, Call of Duty, why it is in this category, I have no clue. Just because it has a story. I don't understand why Fable 3 is not in that one. I know. Just because Call of Duty has like a career, not a career, a story mode, so to say, a single player mode, does not mean that game should be classed as a story. No. You know, Fallout New Vegas, I would class more as a story yeah. than the Call of Duty. Um, Alan Wake. Well, I'm playing Fallout, so I can't really. I don't even know that. what Alan Wake's about. I know it's the sort of thing about this guy who's a writer and his, his writing comes alive or something <laughs> weird like that. And Heavy Rain, yes, I can understand because it, it was very much story based because, like we've said, it's more of an interactive movie than anything. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect 2, yes, again, very good story process. For me, Bioshock 2, if people know Bioshock and have played the first one and played the second one know how in-depth the guys at 2K go when it comes to these games they really put the effort into the backstory and that sort of thing Bioshock 2 on the story front not as good as number 1 but still very much a lot of effort went into this Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think personally and again people say bias Mm -hmm. Bioshock 2 was deserving of this title because I don't think 2 should have been looked at as just 2. You have to look at it the full story arc. Yeah. Um, but Heavy Rain, in fact, won this. Mm. Which, you know, fair enough. It's what it was kind of made to be this big story. Yeah. So, you just can have that one. <laughs> but again, you can kind of see here that Heavy Rain, even though it's won the most awards so far... Um, they're not, you know, they're not awards that would really. Yeah, it's like best story, not, best, best music. Us. Yeah, but yeah, not, not, <laughs> you know, we'd uh, shout home about. Um, now, best strategy game is Civilization Five, Fallout New Vegas, FIFA Manager Eleven, which is odd. Uh, Napoleon Total War, Planet, ver- Planets vs Zombies, Xbox Live, and Starcraft Two Wings of Liberty. Again, Starcraft Two Wings of Liberty, whatever. Uh, Oh, sorry, it wasn't Planets vs. Zombies, it was Plants vs. Zombies. I put an E in there. Um, (laughs) Again, don't really know it. I'll have to go and look it up and see what the crack is with it. Um, Again, you should know what the word crack is by now. Uh, Bullion Total War is a bit self-explanatory. We know what those games are like. It's a bit like Command & Conquer, only, you know, history. Yeah, it's done by the same people who did Empire Total War. Uh Uh, FIFA Manager 11. Why is it in here and Football Manager isn't? Because if you have a Football Manager game, right, in a strategy category, Football Manager has to be included. And FIFA Manager 11 is basically EA saying, oh, right, well, those t- guys are doing good with it. <laughs> we'll just kind of release our one, and it never gets noticed at all. I think I they fall out. Like, sell it when it's like £2 or yeah. something like that. 
I think Fallout is the standout one from this category. Strategy? Yeah. Well, for me, I would think it would be between Fallout and Civilization, because Civilization, everybody seems to wait for and love it when it comes Civilization up. Civilization IV. IV. <laughs> uh, yes, children, it's uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, not Grand Theft Auto IV. Sorry. Um, Civilization 5 and Fallout New Vegas are the Civilization 4, mate. 4, mate? No, it's Civilization 4, it's not Civilization 5. It is 5. Are you sure? It's a 1v. 1v is 4, v is 4. It's just a v, as in it's just a v. Look, look at my laptop screen now. I don't wanna, I don't wanna. It's a v, so it's 5. Like that, does it? Such rude. Such rudeness, Chris. But yeah, Civilization 5, Fallout New Vegas. Fallout New Vegas was a really, really weird one. So it was this year because everybody loved uh, Fallout 3. Yep. Well, I didn't. All that. But Fallout New Vegas came out and it kind of just sat there. It sold a decent amount when it first came out, but then it just died off. I think it was... Pretty- it was constant, like, sale offers and buy now offers and yeah. our... Like, I think it was the fact that maybe it came out the, the I think it came out the same day as maybe like Smackdown and Fable or something. So there was a lot of releases around that yeah. time period. Mm-hmm. So I think it came out at the time of something big. I so. thought like that it could have stood out over Smackdown or anything like that, but mm. goodness knows. Uh, Civilization Five won that one. Civilization Four won it. At five. <laughs> Okay. Google now. No. It is send, ladies and gentlemen, send him an email saying it's Civilization Five, not Four. Send it to uh, Vinto Five Man at popculturenetwork.com. I'm going to bring this up in Google just to settle this right here and right now. <laughs> Civilization Five. Look. It's brought it up. There you go. Look. Oh, that's, civilization. That's, that's lovely. There you go. Now, shush, oh, back in your chair. Or back on your bed or whatever it is, but you oh. up against the wall, just you chilling out. Where I sit in a proper chair. Right. <laughs> next, next category is uh, kind of what you were talking about earlier, which was technical innovation. <clears throat> right. Nominees for this category are Heavy Rain, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Call of Duty Black Ops. Why? <sighs> this category. God. Beach. Same with you. Connectimals and Super Mario Galaxy 2. Right. In my opinion, Super Mario Galaxy shouldn't even be in this category. <laughs> you know, like I said earlier, it's using the technology that was in number one and giving it new levels. So they haven't advanced the... Well, sorry, tell a lie. They added Yoshi. Um, that's about it. So even though it's a very, very good game, it shouldn't be in technical innovations category, in my opinion. Uh, Connect was... Yeah, it's fine. It's in there because it's using Connect. Mm. So that's okay. But again, Black Ops Assassin's Creed. Yes, Assassin's Creed added multiplayer, but that's not a technical innovation or anything. No. <coughs> technical innovation should be something that hasn't been done before. Mm-hmm. Say, like the first Metal Gear Solid, whenever you had to put the controller in port 2, that's technical innovation. Mm-hmm. But Heavy Rain, fair enough, technical innovation because it's like an in depth like story that you have to get really involved in, and also, and you also use move, yeah. So. The likes, the, it's basically an. And from just reading through those, it's between two, which is Heavy Rain and Connectimals. Yeah, so I'll go with Heavy Rain. Indeed, Heavy Rain did win it. So, okay. again, this is a slightly bigger award, I think, than their other two awards. But again, it's still not, you know, a best game or a best strategy or anything yeah. like that. So, it's, you know, it's fairly out there in the number of awards it's won. But it's still not a, a big award, in my opinion. Um, this is really weird, because we had an award earlier about music. Now we have Use of Audio Award, which is a bit of an odd one, uh, which is Battlefield Bad Company 2, Alan Wake, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Call of Duty Black Ops, Y, DJ Hero 2, and Limbo. We'll go with DJ Hero 2. You're going for DJ Hero 2? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go crazy in depth here because I'll just rant on Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty again. I don't, I'm not trying to rant on Assassin's Creed, but it's just it still should not be in this category, neither should Black Ops. I think it's stuff to do with, you know, like... It's like, look, there goes a bullet. Well, ping, and then oh, yeah, but uh, I think it's to do with the AI, you know, interacting with each other. It's like, go cover him, blah blah blah, mm. all that kind of thing. Whereas DJ Hero, obviously, with Guitar Hero being no more, um, it's using the audio, so you're having to use the, like that's technical innovation, like 
the, like the first one yeah, because yeah. the first one he used like the deck. So very much the same way that this time next year, you draw will probably be in there for yeah, technical innovation. In there, Whether yeah. it's any good or not, at fifty-eight odd quid is a different matter. That's um, it. That's it on sale though as well. Yeah, but I would say DJ Hero to the fact that you know you have to like maybe have the headphones like mm-hmm. we have and then just you know scratch the deck. And look awesome, and look, or look like a pillock like me. Yeah, and I go like instant. Look like a pillock like me trying to play DJ Hero 2 in an HMV in Glasgow when I was away, seeing ice hockey at one stage. Which uh, oh. trying to pass the time because there was a delay at the game, and you're playing in an HMV that's huge, and I mean huge. Um, just and having kids watch you make a pillock yourself is pretty awesome. Um, Use of Audio Award went to Battlefield Bad Company 2, yeah, which is like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Like, personally, they should have potentially won an award earlier, <coughs> so fair to they got an award in the end. Right. Two awards left. Okay. Um, next category is a weird one. Uh, it's BAFTA's One to Watch Award in association with Dare to be Digital. Um, <laughs> the games are Twang, Mush, and Sculpty. I'm guessing that last game is something to do with sculpting. Twang is maybe something to do with like music or something like you know playing the guitar or something like that. And mush, I don't know, if, is it maybe like a bodger and badger game where you're making like mashed potatoes or something like that, or mushy peas to go with your twang fish? Twang just sounds dirty. You sit at home and you twang yourself. It just sounds dirty. <laughs> okay, well, twang won that award. <laughs> well, that's it's, probably so why. They're a way to twang themselves. Um, and our final. Award of probably goes to Call of Duty Black Ops because it's a people's award. Yeah, this is the game award of 2010, which is voted by the British public. Uh, we got like we would normally get because we work there because like five points of the vote or something like that, but we didn't vote. Um, nominees are Call of Duty Black Ops, Dance Central, FIFA 11, Halo Reach, Heavy Rain, Limbo, Mass Effect. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption and Super Mario Galaxy 2. They call Red Dead Redemption? I know. Where the hell were they in the rest of them? Uh, like an action and all that sort of stuff? Or use of audio, perhaps? Yeah. In my opinion, out of that entire list, it would have to be, if the public had been smart, either Mass Effect 2, Mario, or Red Dead. Uh, no, I wouldn't have said Red Dead. Red Dead for me was a big letdown. Well, Red Dead was new and did sell loads. But, again, it was a big trade in one yeah. but I had to pick one it would be Mass Effect in my opinion mm-hmm. um, winners Call of Duty Black Ops then yeah yep mm. well done Call of Duty you actually won a single award which was by all your fanboys ha 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 moving on <laughs> <laughs> okay right so are we just going to say what's coming up on the next couple of weeks show then yes and it'll be getting a bit more frequent because we're moving into a busy period of the year for Operation Retrosoft because it's approaching again Wrestlemania season I cannot believe I'm actually saying those words because it seems like Alan's wearing a very funky Atlanta Georgia Wrestlemania, Wrestlemania 27 shirt yeah, or uh, yeah, and it says in the back, it's not Civilization Five. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's WrestleMania season. I can't believe I'm actually saying that because it feels like no time ago we were actually doing our third episode, which was in fact a WrestleMania special, mm-hmm. which had our we went through basically all the WrestleManias up until that stage. Probably well, no, we actually didn't bore people to sleep because that's actually one of the most raved after episodes. Um, did. One through whatever it was, it was 20, 26 back? No, 25. It went we 25 yes. And then we talked about the card of WrestleMania 26, of which Swagger. off the top of the head I did the best, but we'll find that out. But Chris, please explain what the plan is over the coming weeks. Okay, we have a bit of audio here that we're going to play for you, so we'll play it. Alright, welcome back everyone to the Total Wrestling. I'm Andy Evans. I'm... Dan Barnstall. We're in the right place. Well, are we? I don't know. Where are we? This is not the Total Wrestling Show Studios. This looks really 80s and retro. Really quite cool. It's quite dapper, isn't it? This almost looks retro. Is this Operation Retro Shock? It could well be. And it's with those two great guys. I mean, oh, what's their names? Oh, God. Um, Chris Price. Uh, Alan Vint. No, no, no. Chris Vint. Alan Price. Exactly. Oh, we're here. We're in Operation Retroshock. We're invading. This is brilliant. We're here for WrestleMania, guys. A very special crossover. TWS and ORS are coming together. 
one-off special show. Exactly. And you can download the show direct from the ORS iTunes feed or by going to popculturenetwork.com. Or you can even come and pay us a visit. We're your friendly neighbours. We'd love you to do that. We are live every Sunday night via the totalwrestlingshow.com or find us on Facebook at TWS Live. And as much as we're looking forward to seeing you guys... I really want to go back to our own studio. I don't feel safe. I'm not. I'm not really that retro. That's it. We're back to our own studio. We'll see you all soon, guys. Take care. Yeah. So you would have heard that uh, the guys from Total Wrestling Show are coming to apparently invade Operation Wrestling uh, Shock. Not gonna happen. So it's going to be like Alan and I, or HBK and Triple H going, yeah, fuck it, and all that there, and they'd be like the NWO for life. So it's going to be like click. In other words, just meeting yeah. and fighting yeah. and all that sort of personal. Yeah. Well, not fighting, but, you yeah. know. We've got a tank to invade and stuff. <laughs> We've got a tank, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically what's going to be happening is, as Alan said, last year we did the episode... Well, if we did it last year, it would have been 26, not... Well, yeah. yeah, 25, 20, right. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, so what we're going to be doing is talking to the guys and getting their WrestleMania moments. Um, so, like, their favourite three matches of all time who has been left out of the Hall of Fame that shouldn't be in it who shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame is certainly Drew Carey after appearing in Royal Rumble 2001 and that's been it yeah why awesome. oh, why oh, why and if you do an acceptance speech which lasts 10 minutes my lord it's why um, I suppose he's going to be inducted by Bob Barker awesome so he's not even being inducted by a wrestler well, well done people uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so basically we'll go through those kind of questions. As Alan said, the first part of the show will be us looking back at the WrestleMania 26 card. Uh, talk about a bit about the card, you know, we'll just say about the match. See who did the best and see how wrong we were in certain other areas. <laughs> yeah, it's been like, oh my god, that's why he like won the briefcase. Cause I think, that. Cause I think, no, because I think we were predicting last year that maybe Drew McIntyre was going to win or something like that I have no idea um, and again we were like why is Kane in this match and Kane's probably going to be in this year's yeah, match like, be like, I remember that I said like near enough every match that had like a trainer with a guy from Nex- uh, from Nexus yeah like every other <laughs> from match. NXT Nexus like, somebody's going to interfere no, well, nobody was NXT, yes. nobody nobody did probably this year maybe more prevalent um, we'll, but, we'll get into that because that was spoiled yeah but uh, that's basically what we're going to do then we're just going to have a short um, audio break and play some fun commercials from back in the day to do with WrestleMania yeah we've got like a great Toys R Us one and stuff uh, and then we're just going to talk to the guys from TWS and um, this w- that, that episode then will go out the week after which will be the 27th of April April no March <laughs> yes. I'm getting ahead of myself so then the week after that which is WrestleMania night Alan, what do we have planned for that? We have some more wrestling for you, ladies and gentlemen. We thought because the WrestleMania episode we put out last year went out the weekend of WrestleMania. Yeah. So it did. So it didn't really give you that much time to think about it and absorb it and really compare what we were doing to the show or anything yeah, or like that. Like leaving your comments so that's why the network forums yeah, and all that kind of stuff. That's why uh, we're going to do it a week ahead. And by all means, if you're listening to this and want to get involved in that episode of the show, just send us an email or an audio or whatever, or drop a comment on the forums, um, much like we did with our Doctor Who episodes, you know, your favourite matches, your superstars for the Hall of Fame, whatever. Mm-hmm. But our episode that is going to be going out on the actual WrestleMania night, um, where hopefully me and Chris will be staying up late and we'll be going, a bit going like, oh, this must be awful. <laughs> Because um, I remember when we watched WrestleMania 26, we chatted through the most of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for the episode on the night of WrestleMania, we're going to do a very interesting thing, which is we're going to focus on a single year in wrestling and go through it. So we're going to have, you know, the main things that stood out from that year, certain matches, all that, and just have a wee chit chat about them and then go from there. Because we could ramble on certain things, and we could just go skip that, but Chris has informed me that he has done his best at picking uh, good things for this year. Um, I just basically went through all the pay-per-views. Obviously, yeah. if stuff happens... This is the man that has like every pay-per-view from every year, from about, what was it, like 2002, about 2006 or something? 2001 to 2006, yeah. So... He's a good man to be going through this sort of stuff. So yeah, that'll be going out in the night of WrestleMania. So uh, what year are we covering? Two thousand two. So it's a good, it's a decent enough year. So it is. Yeah. So uh, it's almost like ten years ago. It's you know, quite so. scary. And the thing is, it's quite interesting because one of the things that you'll find out is 
where the Royal Rumble was in fact held that year, which is actually Atlanta, Georgia, so where this year's WrestleMania is, so it has a wee link. And and the Royal Rumble as well, if memory serves, was, yes it was 2002, was whenever the first tough enough um, person made their appearance in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and he eliminated the Undertaker. And then he got popcorn in his face. <laughs> yeah, and went, mmm, needs more salt. And technically, Maven was never eliminated in that, pi- in that one, wasn't he? Yeah, it? that's right. So that's like whenever Spike Dudley <laughs> No, 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 we don't get into ramblings, we do that <laughs> next episode. Okay. Yeah. So, so if <laughs> okay, so if you have any thoughts on either two thousand and two year wrestling or anything else to do with WrestleMania that's coming up, any matches that you wish you had seen, whether Rock Cena, um, or whatever, or Rock you can't Miz. see me. <laughs> yeah. Like, do, do, do. Um, you know, anything like that. Um, as Alan said, who would like would have liked to see inducted in the Hall of Fame that hasn't been at the time of recording or whatever. Head over to Pop Culture Network forums. Just click on the Operation Retroshock um, thread. If there's not one there to do with WrestleMania, even start one. Go like WrestleMania topics. Just pop your thoughts in there, um, and we'll read some out off air as well. Um, obviously, as you're listening to this um, at the same time, Master Universe Chronicles is also up with a lost episode <gasps> that was actually recorded from August 2010. Oh my goodness. I know, so I actually found it's that. It's quite scary. <laughs> actually found that and thought, oh, I'll put that up for that. So um, if you're listening to this, and obviously we're winding down now, uh, you can head over, on over and listen to that. It'll just be right above or right below yeah. where Operation Red. Oh, and listen to that. That's what I'm winding down. <coughs> what? I was winding down. No, you were slowing down. <laughs> I was losing my power because, like, that's what happens when, like, you wind up car and sirens and all. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about it, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll see you next week with our uh, WrestleMania show. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we'll say, Are you ready? No, because I'm going away. We'll be ready for next week, though. <laughs> see you then. Bye. Okay, well, bye then.